And we're here on the KM Podcast. Ken Brown from WGR Radio, Michael Hare, DetroitLions.com, as we talk Lions football. Hello, Michael. Hello, Ken Brown. Aren't you glad that we both have jobs today? Yes, we do. But before we get to the the main deal, which is the Detroit Lions and the upcoming season and the final cuts or whatever, I gotta do I gotta put I gotta say something about this hard knock show that's on. And it was on this week, last night, if you're listening to this on Wednesday, that uh the hard knocks hate in this town is only surpassed by the crying that they never did hard knocks before the year they got it. I mean, it's just this town is amazing. Listen to some of these people on the radio. The show's not for you. I mean, it's for you to enjoy a little bit, but it's a national audience. You can't have the little picadillos that you want being local Detroit things you know about. Quit they just whine and whine and whine. They whine today about the guy juggling. They whine today about the cuts were already made. They know who didn't. Okay, that's not for you. Dang. I mean, it's just it's a TV show. Just sit there and watch it. If you don't like it, turn it off. Tired of the whining. Jesus. I just think about this, though. Beverly Hills Cap was made for us. Yeah, right. Exactly. Keep, keep that next exactly. year. Keep that in your heart. It's a TV show. <laughs> Well, they're not talking about the offensive coordinator or golf. Okay, it's a TV show. Bunch of idiots in this town, man. Anyway, well, I think I think the sum of it's made for all thirty-two, you know, all thirty-two uh, franchises, their fans and, and people who you know from their areas. So, I, look, people want to complain, let them complain. Doesn't bother me. I know, but I, look, this is TV. I, but I get you. I in get TV, they do two things. You get a lot of fact, a lot of information, a lot of human interest. So they've been setting up characters in the show like Rodrigo or whatever is human interest characters. They set up the the football surrounding and then they set up the 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 climax to the cuts. That's what it is. It's a four a five week TV show that ends in people getting cut and the team going into the season. If you don't like it, turn it off. But you're not gonna get a glossary of the NFL history or the history of Detroit Lions 2022 in it. That's not what it's for. It's not for you. It's for a general football audience. And for people to just complain, oh, I didn't like it. Well, don't watch it. I, I never saw a TV that forced you to watch it. Kenny, All right, have, I'm done. A little, have a glass of warm milk. I'm done. Calm down. It's just people, okay. just people just act like they just just okay. I'm not even getting to it. Just either watch it or don't. Anyway, big <laughs> week, big week. Yeah. And before we get to the final cuts. And everybody knew the cuts were that were made yesterday. Another cut was made last night, if you listen to this on Wednesday. David Blau, who at the end of the Hard Knocks episode last night you thought was a redeeming character, and he won the job. They had Charles Davis say at the end of the episode, I think Blau has won the job. Well, not so fast. Well, not for long. Let's put not it so way. fast. For about, for about 20 hours. Over not even 20, probably hours. from, what, 4 o'clock to 8 o'clock, right? Well, let's keep in mind the game was started at four thirty on Sunday, and right. so until sometime Monday night, whatever right. that is. Look, I'm not making fun of David Blount. No, no. He's a terrific guy. Terrific he really guy. Is. And he's still around. He's still around. Looks like he might end up on the practice. Right, squad. He might end up on the practice squad. But it, it was it was fairly obvious at the end of that game that Boyle shouldn't be allowed to go back on the plane, and Blount can come back, but he might not be there long. It was just it was bad quarterback play from both and. You know my pet peeve with backup quarterback. I think it's the sixth most important position on the team. I know you laugh at me about that, but I think that is an important position. It's been neglected too long, and um, they had to make a move. And the move they made was to bring the immortal Nate Sudfeld in. 
Yeah, Nate Sedfield most recently with San Francisco, but never really played for them. He was drafted by the Philadelphia Eagles in 2016. Played in four games in his in his stay in Philadelphia. Threw about 29 passes, I think it was. Uh, no touchdowns, as I recall, and one interception. 6'6", 225, from Indiana. A kid from California, but played his football at Indiana. He's a strong-arm kid, and I will give you this about what people must think of him. He was tendered a second-round choice, I think, when he was at Philly when they when he was becoming a free agent or whatever, a restricted free agent. They tendered him to the second-round level, I believe. So that, that people have a somewhat a high opinion on him at one time. So, you know, maybe he's going to be a good backup. Maybe he won't be. But at least he's taken snaps in the league. He's played. He's been semi-decent out there. Well, he's I, never they could do worse. Let's, let's not get excited about taking snaps in the league. He hasn't played. He's barely played in, in, in seven years. So it's not like he's. Not like he's been hot for seven no, years. No, but he's had seven years of uh, <laughs> being on a team. He played next preseason games for six of years. I presume all seven if he's been in the league. He's been out there. He's, it's not like you got a rookie or somebody or untested, you know, guy who hasn't even been to camps. So he's been in the league. If you're in the league that long, Mike, you got to have something going for you. Well, you, could, you really in some way can say the same thing about Blau and, and – uh, and, Tim Boyle and and, and and Tim Boyle, yeah, sure. I mean, they've had time in the league. Not, you know, at least you know of those three, Blau had the most playing time by far. Yeah, he had five starts, right. five you know, full starts two years yeah. ago. And when, when Matthew Stafford oh, was it three years ago when Matthew Stafford went out for eight games, he played the last started the last five games of the season. It really showed some flashes. The one thing about David Blau to me, he like he showed some flashes, a little bit of sizzle. You know, like that, that last touchdown pass, we shoveled the ball underhand into the end zone. He was a guy who always like, kept things alive. Now, was it was it enough to win a job? As it turns out, no, not now. But uh, but he had a little bit going for him. I, I'm not doing this today. I'm sorry. I'm, okay. The David Blau appreciation form is closed. I'm sorry. He's, okay. He couldn't play a lick. All right, let's move on. Oh. Couldn't play a lick. Let's move on. All right. Cuts. <laughs> He's quiet on this end of it. Quiet on this end. Of it. Let me tell you one thing. I, w- I want some reverence when we get to Anthony Pittman, okay? You got it? Uh, we'll get to the, the Wayne Staters. Matter of fact, um, it was the answer on Jeopardy last night. Wayne Staters for 100 that were cut this week, and uh, Pittman was the answer. So uh, did you see it? Right. Did you watch Jeopardy last night? No, but I'll tell you what. You know what? <laughs> Three hours after the cuts came in, I got two calls from Wayne State to renew my donation. I called, called me back in December. I'm too no. upset right now. And I'm kind of surprised he was cut. Since we brought it up, you, we can come in. Yeah. I was kind of surprised he was cut. I thought he was a core special teams guy. And I, I don't know about his play at linebacker because he really never really played a lot out there. But I, I, I didn't think he would. Put it like this, I never noticed him being terrible out there. So I'm surprised. No. And I hope he's on the practice squad and maybe get back in there. Eventually. Well, I hope he's either on the practice squad or he gets claimed by somebody, and you know, and he's on the yeah. regular roster. But kind of, it just goes to show you with with Pittman. Look, I went to Wayne State. Obviously, I was pulling for him a little bit, but it just goes to show you how how narrow, how thin the margin is between making it for another, you know, third year, or fourth year, or or getting released at, at the end. It's 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 really it's it's really a tight call in a lot of ways. And just looking at some of the stuff on Twitter yesterday, kind of the beat guys, a couple of the beat guys. Expressed their surprise that uh, 
that, that Anthony Pittman was let go. But you know what? You get surprised by a lot of things. I think one of the surprises is that you shouldn't get surprised. Well, yeah, but I was surprised by a couple of things. I was surprised by Jared sure. Davis getting cut. I'm sorry. I thought they would carry him, even if he maybe didn't justify a position on the squad. I just thought by pedigree, and he's not a terrible player. He might not be great, but I just thought that they would bring him along. And I remember Campbell talking about him last year when he got the job about the linebacker they had before. And he spoke real highly of Jared, and I – I was surprised by that because, I, like you said, it's not, it's not a harder working guy. Even in the hard knocks last night when they were doing the uh, scene when he was talking to the defensive or the linebacker coach, the defensive coordinator, he was in the front row taking notes. You know, I mean, it just he's all in football. It just I don't know why it didn't work. I, I thought they could have kept him. I thought they could have kept him. Well, they could have kept him, but I'm not surprised that they didn't. And just the one thing he seemed to lack was a little bit of instinct for the game. You know, overrunning plays, things like that. Uh, might might have over overly hustled sometimes, and which took himself out of, you know, out of the play. But uh, you know, he might get picked up by somebody. I'll tell you what, you'll get a guy who's a willing, a willing tackler. He he will not shy away. That's well, one thing about him. One thing about linebackers in the league being seventeen weeks, there's going to be opportunities because that's one of the positions where guys they shift them around a lot during the year and bringing guys in and out. And a lot of in, you know guys are hurt for periods of time, and he'll get a chance. I think he'll get a chance somewhere, but. Well, we'll see. I just the first round pick, man. That's another Bob Quinn fiasco there. I just it just didn't work. It just didn't work. So we'll move on. Um, any other surprise? Because I got a couple of surprise cuts that happened. I'll give you my names later. But is there something surprise both ways? Surprise they made the team and surprise they got cut. I got a couple. No, not really. No, not really. And you know what? I I think the, my my main takeaway from this year's cuts maybe more than any other but and maybe not but it just doesn't seem to be the drama in the cuts that there used to be i think maybe that's because all the financial stuff not counting lamar jackson but all the financial stuff is out of the way all the contracts are done you know all that all you know all all it is 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 just on can you make it or can't you make it and you just don't see like the big names getting cut at the last minute you know the you know, playing late in the fourth quarter, trying to just scrape it and make the roster. Just, uh, just, uh, just my opinion. Just, just don't see the you know the big names getting cut, and you just don't see the drama in it either. Yeah, that's rare and in between. Now, a couple of surprises that surprised me. A couple of surprises that surprised me. That's great English, but anyway, whatever. Trinity Benson, Tom, I know. Yeah. Trinity Benson, Tom Kennedy. I thought one of the two would make the team. I guess they went with one short receiver than I thought they were going to go with. But I thought it was either or. I didn't think both of them would be cut. I didn't think uh, Tom Kennedy would, would make the cut. You know, look, he's had, what, three shots at it. Uh, and Trinity Benson, uh, he was waived injured. Uh, so we'll see what happens there. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he's back. Uh you know, on the practice squad or something. I'm not. I'm not sure how well that works when you've been waived injured. Wouldn't surprise me though. But uh, but I wasn't surprised with either one. I was a little bit surprised that they only kept five wide receivers. But the other part of that is that when Jamison Williams gets healthy, he'll be back on the roster. Yeah, and somebody would have had to go in if you put six on anyway. So eventually, what happened yesterday would have happened six four weeks from now or whatever when Williams got back in there. So. Right, and if they get short on a receiver or something happens, because you, know, you really want to have five so right. you can have enough always to run your four receiver formations right. and things like that, sometimes five. But, 
But if something happens, one of those guys will always be available somewhere. Or if it's not them, it'll be someone just like them. But I'm giving Brad Holmes credit on this, too, because a lot of GMs will save face, especially you traded a fifth-round pick for the guy. He didn't do anything last year. He was close to making the team this year, so you could have justified him making it and justified giving up that pick for him, a fifth-round pick, which is nothing. Sometimes it becomes a player, a core player, a special teams player. You can get a good player in the fifth round. So for Brad Holmes to say, you know, I don't care what move I made. If it's not the right move, I'll clean it up. Right. That shows me what kind of GM he is. Well, he's picking, you know, the best players because if you don't do that, you're not going to be GM forever. You know, you can't, if you start building an inferior, and it happens, by the way. I mean, it really does. Guys, they think they're protecting themselves, and all they're doing is, is making it worse. Right. But but if you keep the best players, you got your best chances to win. And you know what? you got to be fair to the other players, too. Now, look, everybody understands a developmental player who might not be ready to play now, and you keep him with the, you know, with the idea that he'll – He'll be a player next year. I mean, I think players understand that. They may not like it, but they understand it. But, but just a, 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 a general manager keeping a player just to save face, you, you, you can't do it. No, it happens, can't. but you can't. But it happens, right. You, but you, you but there are GMs do that do it. You shouldn't do it. But GMs, there are GMs that will yeah. do it. And swear up and down, it's the coach's fault but not getting it out of the player. So I'll, that, that's a plus for Brad Holmes for me. A um, couple other things. Jamar Jefferson making the squad over Justin Jackson and equal B, equal BK was a surprise to me. I just I was I was surprised the, by that. The the equal BK part surprised me because just last week that that, that uh, Dan Campbell said that he was their their kickoff guy, you know, with Khalif uh, Raymond as a, a punts and wide receiver, but Igwe BK was the kickoff returner. I'm surprised by that one now. We'll see what happens between now and next Sunday when they play the when they play the Philadelphia Eagles. But for now, I'm surprised right now. Yeah. That's, these look some of these things can be undone too. Sure, sure, sure. But we're talking about today. Today, um, we'll get to tomorrow. Tomorrow, the talent level must have gone up because you're starting Nickelback last year on D, uh, defense. AJ Parker was cut, yeah. and he was a starter yeah. last year. So, to me, that's saying that your talent level is improving. I. Kind of was surprised by that, but not really. He didn't really show much in camp, but, you know, it was camp. I thought that he would make the team. That was a that was a surprise. Yeah, I, I was surprised. That's surprising. Not shocked, but surprised. Right. So, roster set, Mike, um, a way better roster than last year at this time, a little better roster. Where do you fall in on the improvement? Well, you know, some of the core areas can – they have basically the same same players. I think, I mean, two things that surprised me, that they kept nine offensive linemen and nine defensive linemen. I thought it would be eight offensive linemen and and something less of defensive linemen, but it just goes to show you where they think that's part of their strength and they're running a four-man you know, four front as opposed to a three-man front. You need more players to, to do it. Just, that's just, that's mathematics. Uh, I, I, I think the, I think their strength was obvious on the offensive line because eight of the players they kept started games last year for them. You know, so that's I think that just goes to show you the strength there. I think it's also strength at running back. You know, with with obviously DeAndre Swift and Jamal Williams and Craig uh, Craig Reynolds, the top three. I mean, those are that's a pretty good threesome. It's not Hall of Fame threesome, but it's it's pretty good. Uh, uh, keeping four tight ends. Obviously, we know one of them. 
uh, T.J. Hawkinson. There was more to be seen from from the other three, but I think that's a chance to be a pretty strong unit too. Uh, yeah, one thing I was surprised with the offensive lineman was um, the fourth tackle. I thought Skipper had that fourth tackle pretty much solidified. He was cut, which means that I don't know who is your fourth tackle now. Which one of the guards well, has to move out well, the tackle? Well, Logan Stenberg, and I think he's been primarily a guard, a guard if I'm not mistaken. Right. But he was a, he was a, what a fourth or fifth round fifth draft round pick, pick out of yeah. Kentucky. Mm-hmm. This is his third year with with the Lions, and you could see that you could see some development there. You really could, and they look good for him. So you think he's the fourth tackle of your emergency tackle then? I I I don't know. I really don't know. It's hard to say. Yeah, I think. Uh, doesn't Jonah Jackson play every position on? I'm just trying to figure out well, are they going to be Jackson, adding a are they going to be adding another tackle after the cuts are made or you know after, at the waiver pickup time or do you think that they'll go with what they got with those eight? I think they'll go with well with this nine. I think they'll nine. go well, obviously they're going to go with the eight because they were starters last right. year. But the ninth one, uh, I mean, nothing would surprise me. But I don't you know they worked this long with Logan Stenberg, you know, kid out of Kentucky. Why change now? Yeah, yeah. You got three years invested in him. Yeah, like you said, he's played pretty good the last um, – the first yeah, game he was shaking after that, he yeah. played pretty good. Yeah, he's always been known. That was his uh, – what, he's the dirtiest player in the SEC when he came out or whatever they claimed he was. Yeah. So, you know, like I said, the offensive line is going to have to be the strength of that offense going into this year as the defensive line is going to have to be the strength of the defense going into this year. And then everything will play off of those two things. Yeah, I talked to him about that. Aaron Glenn, well, I should say, I talked to him. I asked him a question in one of our interview sessions a week ago, and he he really talked very, very positively about the defensive line this year. And I think it, I think it has to be better. I think it should be better. You know, mm-hmm. they're starting with Aiden Hutchinson, you know, and 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 Chris Charles. Some of these guys have, I'm sorry, Chris Harris. You know, these they've got a chance to improve on their sack total last year of 30 sacks. Third fewest in the league. Guess who? Guess who was second fewest? Who was that? Philadelphia Eagles with twenty nine. You always right. think of them as a team that's just knocking, know. you know, just knocking quarterbacks down. Right. Not look. Uh, Eleven days from now, when they play up, play play each other at Ford Field. Maybe their defense isn't as ferocious as it yet used to be, and maybe that's a closer game than a lot of people think. Mm. Now I'm looking back on it again. I'm looking over this thing here, the sheet. One draft pick was cut. That was James Houston. I believe he was a sixth rounder, seventh round, sixth rounder, seventh, sixth rounder. One from Jackson State. One from Jackson, yeah. And um, he, he, well, he had potential, out, yeah. but he just wasn't ready yet. You could see that. But I think he might be headed to the practice squad. I would could put be. him on the practice squad. But um, that was only – usually draft picks make it. I mean, besides seventh round or eight. But they usually you got to keep them. Yeah, if you, if, you, if you keep too many draft picks, you got too many inexperienced players, and it'll hurt you in the field yeah. really well. Well, that's when you become a good team, too, when you start seeing draft picks cut. Right. You know, so um, so basically overall, I think it's a better roster. Like I said, to me, this is a team of momentum. If they get going on a momentum run, win a game, two games, three games in a row, or two out of three, then they have momentum. If they start 0-3, then it's that, you know, looking for the lifeboat scenario. So I, I just think this is an emotional team with an emotional coach. And it could go either way, starting with that first game, because they're definitely not favored to win Philly. Matter of fact, I saw yesterday, somebody said Philly is the most stacked team in the league now because they added a guy from New Orleans, a couple players, and they're supposed to have the, one of the deepest teams in the league. So it's a test. This is a good test to see exactly where you are. 
Well, they added the wide receiver. A.J. Brown, was it, to go with what they had? Oh, during the, the off, yeah, during the offseason. But they yeah. added the safety from the uh, Saints as a good player. Right. And um, they already had a good team. And the quarterback, to me, is their only question mark. So it'll be interesting to see, especially a running quarterback like Hurt, who you're going to face the first game. That's a good test for that defense. Well, he ran. I was just looking at that, that some of the Eagles stuff, and he oh, look. He ran for seven hundred and eighty was it seven hundred eighty four yards last year and ten touchdowns. So he really was the the, the the catalyst of the running game. Not so much the passing game, though. That's he. He certainly didn't light the place up with with his arm. No, not by any stretch of the imagination did he do that. No. So the linebackers better be ready to keep to keep him in the lanes because uh, he's going to be running. But not like I said, I'm looking forward to this. I don't like this thing now where you got eleven days off with the game. I don't, I don't know why they're doing it. I know they want to push the Super Bowl back to, you know, that first week in February or whatever. But just either play the third preseason game, this, like, this week coming up or do something. I think they should be playing a game this week. Well, I mean, look, I don't think it matters, honestly. I don't. Well, if you got the momentum, Mike, going in, you got the preseason into the regular season, and now you got 11 days. I know they play a game next Thursday. Now, I'm not a big fan of that either. I think opening day should be the Sunday. I'm not a big fan of that opening Thursday night game. I think the season should start on the same day for everybody. And then if you want to start your Thursday games, whatever. I've never been a big fan of that game. Welcome to Ken Brown's Hurt Locker. Well, think about it. Think about it. You got 11 days or you got 11. Well, say you got eight days off before that game, eight, nine days. Then those two teams get another extra three days off before the next Sunday. Uh, it's, it's, I know they won the Super Bowl. Usually, the Super Bowl well, there's, plays there's it. A, there's not right. Yeah, but it, yeah, there's a reward for winning, except for one thing: the team that they're playing didn't win it. So there's no reward right, for them. No reward for them. The, the team, the Rams. Yeah. If the Rams, are, I think the Rams are in it, aren't they? It's the Rams and Buffalo. I think next Thursday. Yeah, well, the yeah. Buffalo didn't win it. Right, right. So you know, like I said, I understand the money talks, and I'm sure that's a big, you know, part of the package that they sold. They have to do it. But I, I'm just not a big fan of it. I'm not, that's just me. No, I would agree with you. You know, okay, I think one thing now that, 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 that all of this stuff is done now, the, you know, there'll be some waiver pickups and things like that. But all the, the heavy lifting's been done with the training camps. We're starting back with, you know, the OTAs and all of that stuff. From, from here on in, uh, when this team reconvenes Monday at, at, uh, at Allen Park to start working on the game plan and all that it's football and it's all it's all results now there's no more you know rah rah or any of that other stuff it's it's i I think we're in really football season now and all the other the build-up and the ground groundwork and all that that's done now it's it's wins it's losses maybe ties too they don't know but but it's 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 football now well you know one thing i can say at this point now i can say this and maybe you disagree or not but Dan Campbell has established the culture he wants. Now it's just about getting talent in it. I'd agree with that. Yeah, I would. I would agree with that. He's. He, he, this is something I'm writing for DetroitLions.com for Monday. You know, we have a, a, a weekly column called Monday Countdown. Something I started at the Detroit News years ago, and we just kept kept it going because it's so great. Of course, no, but but a year ago. I think like the Tuesday before the start of the season, I just asked him a couple of questions about the roster, and he said, "Our margin of our margin of error is so thin, we'd have to be almost perfect to win." I asked him the same question ten days ago, I think it was eight days ago, 
and he said he talked about how how much the roster has improved. He said the talent has been upgraded, and I agree with him. I agree with him a hundred percent. This is not the same team. Some some of the faces are the same, but it is not the same team. Yep, yeah, we agree, and it'll all be there next week. All right, Mike, that's going to be it for this week because I got things to do. I got to go get my Nate Sudfield jersey and uh, get my personalization on it. Just a second. My phone is beeping. Maybe I've been released. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's Michael Herity, TradeLines.com, Ken Brown from WGI Radio, who tomorrow, Thursday afternoon, we will be having um, the center for the Detroit Lions on every week starting Thursday. Frank, Frank Ragnar will be on, and he'll be doing really? his first hit tomorrow at uh, 5.35 on Thursday. So check out WGI you know, as we talk to Frank every week. One of the most interesting guys on that team. He really is. That's, yeah. good. That's a good get. A it good really get. Is. And you, I hope he uh, picks up the uh, mantle that Hawkinson did last year and Stafford did the 12 years before that. So I think it'll be good for everybody here. He'll be on with us every Monday after the first visit on Thursday. So check him out. All right, Mike. All right, great. I'll see you next week as we talk about the pickups. Uh, we'll, we'll get into the deep into the Philadelphia Eagle-Detroit Lion matchup and talk about any other things going on in the NFL. All right? All right, Kenny. Hey, All right. Good talking to you. Michael here at DetroitLions.com. Guys, see you next week.